Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today we're going to be talking about the three stages of leptin resistance. If you're new to the idea of leptin resistance, it matters a lot because in my opinion, it's probably the single most important risk factor and it gives you the most information about whether or not you're going to be able to lose weight. So, and it's really easy to test. You can actually order a serum leptin level and you can figure out where you fit on this spectrum and what stage you're in. So let's get out the whiteboard so that we can talk about this. So as I said before, we're going to be talking about leptin resistance and we're going to be talking about the three stages of leptin resistance and we're going to be using your serum leptin level to help determine where you fall on the spectrum. Now remember, if you're kind of a little bit new to leptin resistance, what you should know is that in my opinion, it's probably the single most important um, factor or element that you should be testing if you have any weight to lose or if you have any difficulty losing weight. Now some people might argue with me on that point and say something like, well I think insulin is probably the most important thing and I think that that's fair, I think insulin is important, but if insulin was the primary driver, then you wouldn't have people who did the ketogenic diet and intermittent fasting who completely drop their carbohydrates as close to zero as you can get, you, would, you should see universally all those people lose weight and we don't see that. So that's one of the many reasons why leptin kind of fits into this picture. So leptin kind of helps explain um, the inability for certain people to lose weight. And in my opinion, every single person who is overweight has some element of leptin resistance. And it's targeting this leptin resistance that will help you lose weight. Okay, so let's talk about this. I've split this up into three categories. I have mild leptin resistance, I have moderate leptin resistance, and I have severe leptin resistance. Now this spectrum, and these are the stages as I like to call them, but this spectrum helps you understand how difficult or how easy it is going to be for you to lose weight. And you can very easily figure out where you fit on this spectrum by ordering your serum leptin level. So your serum leptin level can be checked, and it should be checked in the fasted state by the way, and what you will do is you'll get a result. And your result, you can kind of plug it in here and determine where you fit. But I want to say something about serum leptin level first. When you order this test, you're going to find that your normal is probably going to be normal. I'm doing the quotes here because normal is all relative, right? And what you'll find is that if you have a leptin level, let's say you're 50 pounds overweight, and you go and get your, your blood level, your leptin level tested, and it comes back at uh, 33, right? And then the lab, the lab company says, nope, this is a normal rate. Uh, this is a normal for where your weight is. This is where your leptin should be. And so you might think, oh, well, I don't have a problem with leptin because it would tell me if I did. That's 100% wrong because the reason leptin level increases with obesity is to help you lose weight. So if you are, have an elevated leptin level and you are not able to lose weight, then that's an indication that this, this, uh, um, this leptin is not working in your body. And that by definition is leptin resistance. So you need to understand that important point. So let's talk about mild, moderate, severe. We'll talk about how you can, how you can treat those based off of where you fall in the spectrum and then the risk factors of what sort of causes this whole thing. So first, mild, this is sort of the, the in my opinion, the, the, the smallest form of leptin resistance. Anything greater than 10 is, and if, you have, if you're overweight and you have a leptin level greater than 10, that in my opinion is considered leptin resistance. So this mild leptin resistance is anywhere with a serum leptin between 10 and 19 nanograms per milliliter. So when you have your labs, make sure that they're in these units. I've treated a lot of people in other countries and I don't recall ever seeing anything different than these units, but they might be depending on where you live. If you're in the United States though, it should be nanograms per milliliter. So remember that because if you're a different unit, your number might be 200 and it might freak you out and that may not be true. So make sure. So mild leptin resistance. These are people, in my opinion, who have, you know, they haven't really had, a, they don't have a lot of weight to lose generally. Um, you know, they may be 10 or 15 pounds overweight. They're struggling to lose that weight. I see a lot of women in this range who are in menopause. They gain like 10, 15 pounds in menopause. They're trying to lose it and they can't. So you probably fit somewhere into the spectrum if you fit sort of those categories. Moderate leptin resistance, on the other hand, 
it's a little more severe. So I see people in moderate leptin resistance. Um, these are people who have probably tried a couple diets in their day. Um, they may have maybe have struggled with weight throughout their life and they sort of see, you know, their weight kind of fluctuate over time, but they're not really, you know, really overweight and they can have periods where they get back to a normal weight. You know, maybe they go 15, 20 pounds overweight, but then they lose it and then they gain it again, then they lose it. They kind of do this, but the general trend is sort of up. And so their weight is just slowly increasing over time, but they haven't done a lot of damage to their body um, to warrant a really high leptin level. So that's where this is. So you, that serum leptin level is between 20 and 29 nanograms per milliliter. And that's stage two. Now, stage three is what I call severe leptin resistance. And that is anything where your, your leptin is greater than 30 nanograms per milliliter. Now, people who generally fit into this category have had a lot of things going on. So generally, there's something like 50 to 70 pounds overweight, even on up to 100 or more. Um, that's not 100% uh, true all the time, but that's generally what I see. So if you're 50 to 70 pounds overweight or more, you're probably going to fit into this category. These are people that have had a history of eating disorders, maybe binge eating disorders, um, anorexia, things like that, where you know they've had these issues for a long time. These are people who have been overweight almost their entire life. And so they've struggled with weight, you know, ever since they were a teenager or, or ever since they were in their 20s or since their college years and now they're 30 or 40 or 50. And so if you've done that, then you're probably going to fit into this category. So why do these classifications matter? Well, they matter because it changes how you want to be looking at and treating the problem. So with mild leptin resistance, you can usually get by with diet and exercise, but you're also going to need usually some supplements in here. So remember, anytime you're dealing with Anytime you're dealing with um, leptin resistance in any form, I think you do want to be a little bit aggressive. Um, if you're just like hoping that you're going to get on the keto diet and you have a leptin level of 17 and you're hoping to lose all your weight, eh, it's probably not going to happen. So what I usually say is do diet and, and exercise and you should be also using some supplements. The supplements that I'm talking about, I'll have a, another video that goes into detail on those things, but there are specific supplements you want to be using if you have leptin resistance. These include things like high doses of L-glutamine, high doses of fish oil, um, and high doses of a supplement called glycosaminoglycans. So these are the things, in my opinion, which are really effective um, for helping to reduce that, that leptin level. But if you do have a leptin level and it's just this mild sort of form, yeah, you can probably get away with, you know, diet and exercise and some supplements. Like I was saying, you still want to be a little bit aggressive. So what about though, if you have this moderate? So if this moderate, you want to do all the things that you did here. So you want to do diet and exercise and supplements for sure. Um, but you also want to add on potentially some meds. And these are prescription medications, which are very effective. And the reason I say this is because there, if you have a leptin level in this range, it's going to be very, very, very difficult for you to lose weight just with these therapies. Yes, you might be able to lose five to 10 pounds, but let's say you have to lose 30 pounds. That's a three. Um, say you have to use 30 pounds and you're trying to do that with diet and exercise and supplements and your leptin is 25. That's going to be a really, really, really difficult thing. And even if you can do it, it might take you years and years and years. So what I'd recommend if you have this, if you fall within this range, you're going to want to consider using some medications and the medications i have a full list again i'll do another video specifically on those medications because it's another important point but there are things like um, low dose naltrexone which actually moderate dose low naltrexone really for this a glp1 agonist sglt2 inhibitors um, well butrin and, and calcitonin there are various medications that you can use um, but you want to consider using maybe one to two of those medications plus these things up here Okay, so you're kind of getting an idea, hopefully, of where this is going, because as you fall down on this, you know, you go from mild to severe, you want to be more 
um, intense in terms of your in, in terms of the therapies that you're using. And when you get all the way to severe, you're going to want to be doing diet, exercise, and supplements. Plus, instead of using meds one to two, you might be wanting to use two to three medications. So again, you're kind of really just stacking things on top of each other. And these people, like I said, they're going to be it's going to be difficult for them to lose weight if their leptin level is 30 without the use of some of these things. And again, you might be able to do it, but it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy on your part. I'm talking years and years and years. And even then your weight loss is going to be extremely slow. It might be a couple pounds a month um, if you're doing it the right way. So um, this is kind of how I think about leptin resistance whenever a patient comes to me. And one of the most important things I'm always thinking on my, about in my head after I hear their story is how likely it is, that, is it for them to be able to lose weight? How difficult is it going to be and how long is it going to take? And this really helps you kind of figure out how long it's going to take to get there um, and how severe your weight loss is. Now, I've also included a list of risk factors here, which kind of help you determine where you fit on here on the spectrum between mild, moderate, and severe. Um, I think basically you can kind of go through these if you want, but the more of these risk factors you have, the more likely you are to fall down on this severe sort of spectrum here. So these include things like yo-yo dieting, your current weight. So, well, let me go back to yo-yo dieting for a second. So if you've been somebody who has done a lot of diets in the past, if you've you know, done the HCG diet, or if you do every fad diet that comes out and you really see your weight kind of go up and down throughout your life like that, that's a really bad sign as it relates to your leptin. You're almost always gonna have a high leptin in that setting. Your current weight is really important because the more weight that you have on your body, the more the the harder it is going to be to lose weight and the higher your leptin will be just automatically because of that. Age plays a really important role here as well. Generally, the older you are, um, and I would say there's a there's sort of a critical threshold where once you get greater than 50, that's a five, right? You can't really tell, but 50. Once you get greater than 50 years old, it becomes very difficult to lose weight. So I would much prefer to treat a 40-year-old as opposed to a 60-year-old or a 55-year-old. It doesn't mean it's impossible, but it's much easier kind of when you, if you're anything less than 50. So my advice to you is if you're approaching that age and you have to lose weight, be very aggressive now because it's suddenly going to get 30 or 40% more difficult once you reach that threshold. All right, so that, that age is another important thing. Hormones, and I put here primarily menopause and thyroid. So menopause kind of occurs around this age of 50 for most women, sometimes earlier, sometimes later. But once women reach menopause, they usually have their leptin levels get worse and it becomes a little more difficult to lose weight. So remember that. And then of course, if you have any sort of thyroid problem, you're always going to have problems with leptin because of the relationship between those two hormones. So diet and le or thyroid and leptin, they um, interact with, one each with each other and they sort of cross react. So if your thyroid goes down, leptin is almost always going to go up or leptin resistance is going to occur in that setting. Inflammation, any condition which causes inflammation makes it more likely that you're going to have more severe leptin resistance. That sort of depends on how bad your inflammation is. I can't, I can't really predict that. It sort of just depends on you. Uh, so inflammation is important. Genetics, sometimes you're just going to, you're, you're just kind of got, you know, an unlucky role in life, so to speak. So if you have a family history where everyone in your family has been overweight or you've, that, you know, you, that's just something that you've noticed in your life that you've been overweight your entire life. It's something that's in your genetics. If that's the case, it's going to be a little more difficult for you. Again, not impossible, but you have to understand that that is a risk factor for having more severe leptin resistance. Um, and then insulin resistance, question mark. And I put the question mark there to sort of as like a question to you. Do you have it? Because if you do, other hormone imbalances will make treating your leptin resistance even more difficult. So if leptin resistance or ins if insulin resistance is there, and I find that they do come in pairs very frequently, although not always, that you need to treat both the insulin resistance and the leptin resistance to feel better. So what I want to hear from you is, have you had your, your leptin level checked? If you had, go ahead and leave 
the value that you had below because I want to see the range of where everyone is at. If you haven't had it, definitely go get it. It's a really simple test. Your doctor can order it and you'll get a lot of information just by ordering it. But I'm really interested to see where your leptin level is. So please leave that in the comments below. The highest I've seen to date is somewhere in the 90s. I haven't seen anything higher than 100 and I've treated a lot of people with leptin resistance. So don't freak out if it's super high because you just fall into the severe and it just means you need to be more aggressive with your therapies. But leave, leave your serum leptin level below in the, in the comments and otherwise I'll see you guys in the next one.